Hey, welcome to This Week in Crime, a true crime podcast about crimes that happened this week, but not this year. We're sorry. <laughs> I'm Kona, and I'm sorry. I'm Crystal, and I have seasonal depression, and I'm <laughs> also the reason why we didn't record. So, here we are. But I have a story this week, and hopefully somebody will have a story next week. Uh, who knows? I've had notes for three months. Have you? Not to shade, but yeah. One other? Out of date. That's fine. I'm still going to do them, because it was a good case. Okay. Yeah. No, it's entirely my fault. We'll get into it at the end. But my case today is on a man named Richard Lawrence Marquette, or Marquette, I don't know. But uh, Wikipedia said that he his nickname was Dick, so... Oh, man. <laughs> Dick. Not, how do you get Dick from Richard? I don't you know. ask nicely. <laughs> but he was born December 12th, 1930. It's either 9 or 4. I just did these notes. 1930s. Um, so that's my date, because it's going up next week. Uh, and we're recording it on the 7th, so that's my date. December I was about 12th. to tell you that it was September, but it is not. We just opened Christmas presents, and I should know that. Yeah. Um, so, and he's he is currently 84, and he's still alive. Oh. So, he's old as fuck. His crimes begin on June 8th, 1961, when the Portland police were called because a housewife uh, was, like, doing her thing, doing housewifey things at home, and her dog brought home to her a human foot oh. in a paper bag. Oh, man. And so she calls the cops because there's a fucking foot in a paper bag in her kitchen floor where she's trying to do housewifely things. This is why I have cats. <laughs> and so they brought in detectives to investigate. And while the detectives were investigating, the dog came back again with a whole hand. Oh. And so now they got a hand and a foot. Oh, man. And so That's going to cost you an arm and a leg. <laughs> they uh, expanded the search from her house to, like, the surrounding area of the house in the neighborhood in which they uncovered several more body parts. Oh, in which they were all fresh and bled entirely dry. So, like, drained. I don't like that. The foot that they found, or the foot that was brought to them, had bright red toenail polish and oh. was entirely drained of blood. Like, they did an autopsy and there's no blood in it. I was going to say something about, maybe they can tell how long the toenail polish was painted, but then I remember the mom said her big toe painted for six years. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know. It's been a long time. Like, every time I've ever seen her, she had just, like, a little bit of blue toenail polish that never came off. That shit stays for years. Um... And they determined that it was drained, like, shortly after death. So it didn't just, like, happen. He, she was drained. Um, and so they took their findings and they cross-referenced it with the current missing people, missing missing persons list for the area. And they found a woman named Joan Cottle, who was 23 and she was also a housewife, who had been reported missing by her husband. And, of course, it's her husband, so they questioned the husband immediately, but... They, he said that he was out shopping at the time that she went missing for Father's Day gifts, and they asked him, like, what her behavior was and what she usually acts like, and he said that, like, she doesn't usually drink, but she, her mom was, like, sick at the time, and so she was kind of sad about how, like, she was really, really sick, and so she might have just been out at the bar and having a drink, and they asked him if she had, was having, like, an affair or anything like that that would cause animosity towards her and he said no because she had two kids and she was a housewife and she also said that like she just wasn't the type to do that that's what everybody says about their spouse when they get cheated on yeah um but he also told them that she doesn't drive and she usually uses the bus or the taxi to get around and her foot uh, like the foot that they found matched her shoes so they were the correct shoe size um so at this point it's what year is this 19-something. Like, do they have DNA yet? 1961. Okay, so no. No. Because I was like, 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 why just put it in the shoe? But I guess if that's all you got. Yeah. If the shoe fits. 
So they went on an investigation um, for, like, the other people, and they started questioning. And they found a witness who was a local woman who had been at a bar the night of June 7th. And uh, she met a woman, or she met a man named Marquette. He introduced himself as Marquette. And she said that her and Marquette were hitting it off, and they were talking, and they were drinking, until he got distracted by another woman who was Joan. And they showed her an image of Joan, and she was like, yeah, that's her. That's who he was distracted by. And she was like, well, I guess it's really good that he didn't want to take me home, because he was trying, and I was going to. Um, so, this they... This is why we stay home, ladies. Yes. So, they eventually found it, found out Richard's house, and so they went, and it was a tiny, like, shack-type oh. deal, but it was completely empty. Well, it wasn't completely empty. He wasn't there. It was completely empty of human. <laughs> Uh, except for the fact that they found freshly, neatly chopped body parts that were wrapped in newspaper and stuffed inside of the fridge. Oh, man. Uh, along with bloodstained lingerie. There the were... only thing missing from his little fridge set was the head. The head was missing. I was listening to this case. I think it was True Crime Chronicles. But they were doing, like, an older case. And they were like, and then the cop was like, well, nothing to see here, so I guess I'm going to grab a beer. And he opened the deep freezer and there were two dead bodies in there. Yeah. And I was like, that's the most old-timey thing I've ever heard. So, they issued an arrest warrant for Richard, and they contacted the FBI, and during the search, the first for the first time ever, they extend, extended their top 10 most wanted to the top 11 most wanted and put Richard there. <laughs> oh, God. You're not, you're still not one of the top 10, but... <laughs> you're top 11. We do one show. But expanding the list worked because the very next day, he was arrested in California, and... When they when he got arrested, they ran his record, and he had two previous arrests in 1956 for attempted rape and 1957 for robbing a gas station. Um, and so they asked him, and they questioned him about, like, what happened the night with Joan, and he said that he went into the bar, and he spotted Joan, uh, and it said with another man, but I don't know if Joan was with another man or if he was, but I think Joan was with another man. Um, but Joan recognized Richard from like elementary school like they went to elementary school also speaking of you remember drew with the big fucking yeah. fat lips in uh-huh. elementary school i saw yeah. him in walmart today oh yeah yeah he looks like michael oh no yeah it was rough and he was walking around with his dad but i was like damn yeah. and i because he was with i think his sister because his sister also has big fat lips and but i thought she was just making a face and i was like dude why do you look like that <laughs> and then her and then he came around i was like oh you just look like that and he his lips are still fucking huge it's i awful. mean yeah um, but she recognized him from elementary school, so she went over there and approached him herself, and they had some drinks, and he said that they both <clears throat> went back to his little shack and drank more beers, and then she was completely wasted and agreed to have sex with him. And then after they had sex, they got into an argument, and Richard choked Joan out of, like, oh, no. de- panic, and killed her. And then he panicked and dragged her body to the shower and dismembered it. Investigators had said that, like, this story was completely unbelievable, but he was the only living witness, and there was, that was the only thing that they could piece together, and so they just charged him with uh, first-degree murder and rape, and they said, well, homie, where's the head? And so they led, a, led them, he led them to the head that was inside of a river that was, like, along with some rotting wood. And, uh, I don't like that. Yeah. And he was convicted to life in prison, however... He got parole in 1973 after 11 years in prison for good behavior. So he got let out in 1973, which brings us to April 1975, in which a fisherman was fishing and he discovered 
multiple body parts and remains in the fishing water that he was fishing in. And the corpse that he had, like, had pieced together had also been completely dry, like, blood dry, mutilated and dismembered and was thrown into this lake and he was picking it out. And he ended up retrieving all of the parts of the body but the genitals. Oh. In which they were never found. Oh, I don't like that. Um, it, they determined it was a woman named Betty Wilson. I don't know how, but they found out that it was Betty Wilson, who was 37 years old, and she was originally from North Carolina. Um, and she, they found out that she had lived in poverty her whole life, and she had 11 kids, and she oh. got married at 16. Oh, man. And her and her husband lived at lived in an abandoned school bus that was, like, at the edge of the city dump that never got dumped. Oh, man. With no water and no power, and she, and there um, was fucking 11 kids? Yeah. God. Well, her 11 kids were in foster care, and her husband was abusive, and so one day she decided to stow away in her sister's car and drove all the way to Salem, Massachusetts, in which she was last seen at a Salem, Massachusetts. I'd assume it's Massachusetts. They just said Salem, and I don't know where else there's a Salem. Washington. Is there a Washington? Might have been walking. Salem. A Salem in America drove there. Um, in which she had been seen last at a nightclub. And, of course, they found her body and identified her. They suspected her husband, but he had been verified of, like, being clocked in and on cameras at his work in North Carolina. So he was obviously not in Salem. I think it is Washington because it said across the country. And I was like, Salem is just up. <laughs> but I guess if it's Washington, it is across the country. And so then after that, they suspected Richard, since he was the one that had done a dismembered, blood-dry killing in the area previously. Um, and so they had a stakeout at his home and eventually obtained a search warrant in which they searched inside and the outside of his little mobile home. Um, and they recovered small pieces of evidence, which tied him to the murder of Betty. And um, 55 hours later, they found the more remains which was eventually labeled as a Jane Doe, just remains of a person who was blood dry and never identified. Um, and he was arrested and he pled guilty. And they asked him, like, what his story was for Betty, and he said the same thing of, like, they he brought her to the house and he wanted to have sex, and she said no, and then they argued, and then he strangled and dismembered her. And they asked him, because they said that, like, when he cut up the bodies, they said that, like, he did it with basically surgical precision, like, he was really good at cutting them up and, and bleeding them dry and draining them and, and not leaving too much of a mess, but they he said that he wasn't a butcher and he wasn't a hunter, so he really had no experience other than cutting up humans. I don't like that. Yeah. And so then he was sentenced to life without parole in May of that year. And when he was in jail, he had, like, a criminal psychiatrist analyze him, and they said that he was, like, perfectly normal and he was socially adjusted unless... He was rejected by a woman, and thus he was put into a murderous rampage, and that's why he killed Betty and Joan. But that's it. He's still alive, and he's still in prison. Oh, God. Yeah. But that's what that's all I got. I thought it would be kind of juicy because it's bloody, dry dismemberment, but there were no meat hooks in his basement, so it wasn't as juicy as I was hoping. But it's okay. Blood's not juicy enough. Yeah. And that's all I have, because now we're doing one story a week. Yeah. If you didn't miss that, then go listen to the last episode. Yeah. So that means you get two stories today because you didn't listen to the last one. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can find us on the internet at This Week in Crime. You can listen wherever you found this one. Yeah, you're already here. Yeah, you found it. Good job. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's all we got. Yeah. Uh, we don't really... Uh, now's the time for banter, so you can go away. Yeah. I don't know. What do we have to banter about? I don't know. We can't talk about work anymore because everyone from work listens to our podcast. <laughs> 
No, I want to talk about work because our big scary manager who I actually kind of liked is gone now, and so now I'm sad. Yeah, I didn't realize that I had Stockholm syndrome until he left. Yeah, I didn't think and I liked now him. Now I'm much. sad, and now things are changing, and I'm not here for it. Didn't think I liked him this much until he left, and now I literally the same day that he left, our store went to shit. So yeah, we're living in shit. Unfortunate. Yeah. My temporary position is going to end, and I'm going to go back to, to having a miserable time, but it's fine. Miserable time on the second shift. He said he was going to keep me on first shift, but I don't know what's going to happen now that we don't have, you know, <laughs> stability in our lives. Yeah. It's it's all gone. Um, I am losing my position for a week because I go have to go help with Christmas until the end of Christmas because now sales are ramping up and everything's messy and everybody's freaking out, so now I'm in Christmas for another week. Oh, I moved into a new apartment. It's big. Yeah, she moved. Uh, we just opened Christmas presents tonight. Yeah. yeah. I got, what I got her boyfriend 10 mugs with baseballs on them because they were on sale at a store for 10 for a dollar and I'm really big on obnoxious presents that are still, like, funny. And I got her, what I, I got you a Lularo outfit because MLMs are a goddamn joke. What else is it? Is that pajama pants? And some fuzzy Crocs. Yeah, fuzzy Crocs. I got her a t-shirt, a sweatshirt from Morbid. Yeah, the Morbid Podcast sweatshirt, yeah. which is really fun. I'm excited to wear it. I'm going to wear it tonight after I shower because I'm goddamn gross and crusty. I need to shower, too. Yeah. I'm just not having a great day today, but I saw a cute lady today, and now my tummy hurts because that cute lady gave me bad pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, was, I ate it all. I was in a shower last night, but we had our bowling tournament last night. Oh, yeah. And if it makes you feel any better, I have not, all, I have not just ignored this podcast. I also ignored bowling and didn't go for, like, three weeks, which we're supposed to go every week, but I didn't go. But last night I went for the tournament because it was the last day and I had a lot of bowling debt that I needed to pay off. Um, and I went to go pay it off. But then I won the bowling tournament and got that exact money that I owed back. Yeah. I got second place. Yeah. So I walked out last night up $46. Yeah, I walked out last night up like 30 I think, eventually. But I wanted a shower when I got home from bowling. But I was I had just enough energy and just enough time to make up a little oatmeal and then go to bed. And I still went to work tired all day. Yeah. I also hate retail Christmas because it's making me work every weekend and I don't like working every weekend. It goddamn sucks. Yeah. I just can't wait to go home and be in my apartment. My belly hurts. And yeah. Cody said we could get chicken after this. Yeah. We Co- should ask him if he has any life updates. Cody. What? Do you want to be in the banter? Yeah, do you have any life updates? Anything we missed in the last month and a half? Uh, I don't know. Christmas, I guess it's just it's just been Christmas. Black Friday sucked. Uh, oh God, we got a shooting threat on Black Friday, and they told it to Crystal. They said there wasn't really a threat. Yeah, it was just a creepy old <laughs> a man. A man just said a thing about a shooting, and then we had to act like it was threatening. Yeah, because you can't say that to people that are at a store on Black Friday, sir. Go home. And then somewhere along the line in the middle of the night, the fire door got pulled, and so everybody thought that we were getting fucking ambushed because the fire alarm was going off. <laughs> And everybody just, everybody looked at me because I'm an, like, I'm an employee, so I, they thought that I would have instruction, but I went, I don't know, guys, run if you want, or stay here, because they just brought out some TVs that everybody could buy, so, like, get a TV or possibly die, I don't know. That's what everybody else does on Black Friday anyway, they may or may not die. Um, but that's it. I found out that we have to work Christmas night, that blows you're gonna call off though anyways i'm thinking about it yeah so. i don't work christmas night i work christmas christmas next day morning at 4 a.m yeah yeah i have to go in four to one the 26th 
Yeah, it, I mean, I'll call off if we're, like, in Carrollton, but, like, if we're not, then I'll just go to work. Yeah. It just depends on how ours is going to work, because we don't, haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. Well, I requested off the uh, three days after Christmas, because I need to take... Uh, Your job lets you do that? <laughs> yeah, I can request days off. If, if it's far enough in advance that my schedule isn't made yet. That's the next, idea. I'm going to request next year off. That's the idea. That's what it says when we have our true availability. If you can't work a day, please request it off. But the answer is you'll just get made fun of. Every single member of management will come make fun of you in a line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, um, I requested off the four days after Christmas. So that way, because Crystal's got to go down and see my grandparents and my parents for Christmas gifts. Mm-hmm. So I figured one day we could do that. You got those gifts for uh, my sister, which we need to do, which I either might bring her up here or we might go down there. I don't know. Let's go down and there. then I want to go see my grandparents on my mom's side, but I don't know if I'm going to take you with me for that. <laughs> what are you doing? What? <laughs> I'm stretching out that thing, you know? What? That thingy that connects your lip to your gums. I'm stretching it out. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Is there anything else of substance as, as you do, that's not I you guess. guys? That's not you guys planning your Christmas. Um. No, I feel like I had something else I wanted to talk about on the podcast. But I don't know what it was. I'm really excited for Christmas to tell the podcast about everything I got Cody because everything is great. I'm a good time. But I've been broke for like the last two months because I started shopping for Christmas in October. I'm really excited to put our studio together so we could record at my house because that was the whole point of getting a two bedroom. Even though I always just tell people that it's for my cats. <laughs> I just wanted them to have their own room. You should get a big cat tree. Yeah. I want to get them the things that you, like, bolt into the wall so they can climb up the wall. So I know my cat would just have the fucking time of his life with that. The mm-hmm. one that gets into the cabinet and screams. Are you allowed to do that in your apartment? Yeah. 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 I'm allowed to paint the walls, too. I just have to paint them back to white before I move out. It's a lot of work. I know. That's why I'm not painting them. Put up that sticky wallpaper. Oh, my toilet in my new apartment flooded twice, and then I got a new toilet. <laughs> I came home one day, and I was like, this is not the same toilet. <laughs> Cody said we could go get chicken after this. Yeah, I want to go get chicken. Uh, We're hungry, so bye. 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 Close up shop, Cody.